Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Welcome back to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast with me, Johnny Pardo. Today, I welcome Darian, where we're going to be talking about happiness, success, confidence, and much, much more. So just to introduce her to the show. So Darian is a life and leadership coach, a professionally certified coach, and the author of Dare to Choose Happy. So welcome to the show today. Really glad to Thank have you. you here. And I, I know we're going to have a great conversation today. So yeah, be be really interesting to kind of start us off with this conversation today to understand a little bit maybe about your story that got you focused into this area and actually maybe a little bit about what the book's about. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I, I about 10 years ago, I had everything that from the outside looked like success. I had the big job. I had respect in my industry. I was had a great marriage, happy home, all that stuff. And still, I wasn't really happy. And I felt embarrassed or ashamed to even say that because my feeling was I should be satisfied, right? I had all the stuff. So I had created what the outside world says is successful, but something was out of sync for me. And mm -hmm. so I started kind of digging in and I hired a coach. She asked me some questions like, what lights you up? What are you good at? Where do you want to live? What do you want to do? And I had didn't have answers to any of those. I was like, I'm just doing the list. I'm just trying to get the list done and not disappoint anybody and don't let anybody down and just... You know, one of the things I say in this book is I've been dancing as fast as I can for as long as I can remember to make you like me. Mm. And as opposed to just being myself, I needed to be something else. So anyway, it, it led me to some big changes. I changed where I live. I changed what I do for a living. And the coaching was so transformative for me that I wanted to do that for other people. And so that's when I got certified. But I really believed that my little bit of crazy was only me and everybody else had it all together. And then when I started coaching these amazingly talented, strong people, and I figured out they have that voice too that says, mm -hmm. hmm, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not doing enough. Maybe there's, you know, I'm not a good enough parent or I'm not a good enough spouse or I didn't show up at this meeting or whatever that we all do is when I realized that we all have that. And, you know, we are not guaranteed happiness, but we can choose to be happy. And so that's kind of where it started. And I wanted to write a book to share my story, but also to share the process that I went through that I use with my clients so that other people could find their own sense of happiness. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a great story. And I'm glad you, I'm really, I'm really glad on that point you brought up about we all have that voice, right? I think every person I've spoken to has, like, I remember really lacking confidence, like, you know, a good decade ago now, like, and so, so obviously, well, even, you know, we always have these challenges as an ongoing thing, but I remember, um, I've, I've got, you know, challenges now, as I'm sure, you know, we, you, you might do as well. Yeah. yeah, we're all growing, right? But I remember when I was having my challenges, you know, about 10, even five years ago, and just thinking, Hmm. Well, these people just got this amazing confidence, no negative self-talk or not got that voice at all. 
right? And then it's really, it's really strange the amount of people, even my friend who's like an easy, like earns like six figures a month and he's like got an amazing family and does all these things. He's like, do you know what, Johnny? I feel like a right imposter business coaching people right now. I'm, yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. it's crazy, isn't yeah. it? So I'm really glad well, you brought that up. And I think for most of us, it's an unconscious thing. Like we have the thought, but we don't even recognize it but it guides our decisions. So we won't take jobs that we don't think we're good enough for, or we won't put ourselves out there. We won't take risks. Um, so, you know, one of the things I coach people about is the first step is just to recognize that you're being led by that voice. Mm -hmm. And then to ask yourself, is this what, is this true? Is it true that I'm not good enough? No, I'm pretty damn good. I'm 64 years old. I'm doing some cool stuff. Um, so I can sort of negate it now, right? It doesn't guide me. It is just there. Mm. I don't have to run my life based on that voice. Mm. So it's still there. Yeah. And yeah, I think for me, even recognizing, I don't know what you think, but some, yeah, I think, you know, you're saying the first point is to recognize it's there, but I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes it can, it can come, it can be a bit more unconscious as well to me, like, I'm avoiding right. something, but I've got like a leg legitimate excuse or, you know, thing that sounds quite logical. And I see a lot of people, you know, right. say that as well. But actually underneath, there's like that voice is hidden. Yeah. 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 You relate to that as well. I agree. I agree. <laughs> and that's the uh, that's the art of coaching. When I've had a coach and been a coach as well, it's uh it's like you're you're able to kind of ask people those questions and get them to guide there, which may potentially be holding them back. Um, yeah, you know, I think the the real um, gift of coaching, if you are the client, and I have yeah. a coach, so I still get yeah, coached, sure, me too, is to say it all out loud, all those things that are in your head that you don't, you know, you're thinking about or grappling with or decisions you need to make, but once you say it all out, all out loud. It's not my job to give you the answer. It's my job to just ask you enough questions for you to get to your best answer. Mm. Uh, and that's not always what I might would have recommended, but that doesn't matter. The, the, the piece is, what is your next right step? Mm. What is yeah. your next right step? Yeah, I love it. Sort of guiding people rather than like telling them and giving them yeah. that guidance. Um, so, so like for you, when you move from um, your previous life to to like the new one, and did that, um, was there? I mean, was was there like a first like set of actions you had to do in order to really like establish yourself? Like, so was it were they small steps or big steps? They're all baby steps. All, all baby steps, steps that we all take are baby steps. Um, for me, and I, and this is the, I call them the intentional action strategies, but for mm. somebody to get really clear, um, the first step is to trust your intuition and not listen to everybody else's idea of who you should be, but get quiet. Um, and so I talk about mm. trusting your gut. I believe it is always telling you your next right thing. Um, but the second piece that is probably the most important is clarity if you can say out loud what you want, really want, not what your everybody else wants for you, I think God, the universe, the spirits bring that to you, but most of us are fuzzy. 
we don't really know what we want. So I, mm -hmm. I lead you through some exercises. So for me, it was saying out loud, I want to live by water. I want to do work that uses my gifts and talents and that helps others. And I want to be connected in my community. So it's not like a huge, you know, vision thing, but that was what I wanted. And once I said it, I just started seeing opportunities to make that happen. Now, I will also say it took risk because I gave up uh, a job that paid me a good bit of money that mm -hmm. paid my bills to move to a new place because I wanted to live by water. So it required some risk, but um, but it was worth it. It was all worth it. Oh, wow. I'm glad you did. I was going to ask you about those uh the intentional strategies actually so those are yeah. the first two right the first so, two and then the intuition one clarity is, yeah intuition clarity priority and truth okay and priority is everybody that i work with everybody that i know is busy and i think we all <laughs> have this long list and we're all just running right as fast as we can i want people to get the right things done and so I want people to have the tools to prioritize the list. The little stuff is always going to get done. It's the big stuff. And it's the bigger stuff that fills us up, like our what we read, who we meet, go have lunch with, our exercise, our nutrition, our sleep. Like we got to take care of us first and prioritize our health and our wellness, but also prioritize your task. And I call it the big three. I got that from Michael Hyatt, who's written a lot of books on productivity. But what, is, what are those three things that I need to get off my desk today? Period. And there's usually, there could be 27, but try to focus in on the top three because one of those three is what is keeping you up at night. Yeah. It's not calling the dentist. It's the get the report out, finish the PowerPoint, meet with the client, whatever those big things are. Hmm. And then, and then so, the, sorry, and the then truth. truth. Yeah, truth is the last one. And I think <clears> most <throat> of us do not want to have difficult conversations. Like we don't want to say you hurt my feelings. We don't want to say I'm scared. We don't want to be vulnerable. But what we crave most is connection, intimacy, and to be seen. And yet, if somebody says, How are you doing? We say, Great. I'm fine. I got it. I'm doing good. So we don't let people see behind the veil and we don't we don't share difficult things. And I'm not talking about with people that you don't trust and love. I'm talking about your inner circle. But mm. saying, even if it's as simple as, I don't want Mexican food again <laughs> to your husband. And instead of just going and feeling resentful, like just speak up, just speak up for yourself. So that's the fourth pillar of the four intentional action strategies. Mm, sounds exciting. And uh, yeah, like a, there's more obviously to dive into in the book as well um, than we, we can cover possibly today. But yeah, it's, uh, it definitely sounds like some solid foundations to get someone started and moving. I wanted to just go back a little bit onto the, uh, the first one, intuition. Um, and actually, like, if you like sitting in, in silence, and it goes back to the busy stuff again, like actually sitting in silence, we're all busy, busy, busy. Um, uh, but yeah, like I like the word priority that you used. Like for someone who really has that like lack of clarity or they're really stuck on where they want to go and they've just been so driven by everyone else and societal expectations or what they logically think they should do, 
Is there any kind of practices that they can begin to really start tuning into their intuition a little bit? You know, there's two things that I recommend. And one is you can even set your alarm if you're really a person that need, you don't want to sit too long or whatever. Mm -hmm. Five minutes, five minutes. And you just don't have any bing and ding and stuff going on on your phone. And you just sit there and breathe. And you ask yourself three questions. What is my focus today? Which is always about your work. What you're, you know, what, what's that? What do I need today? Um, and then the third is what am I grateful for? And gratefulness leads to happiness because what you focus on expands. When we see the bad stuff, we see more bad stuff. If you find something to be excited about or excited, grateful for, you will see more of that. So that's the first practice. The second one is a little bit deeper, and that is to free write, like journal writing, where you just keep writing and you don't think about it. And the question is, what does my spirit want me to know? Mm. I think people would be really surprised about what they write. Oof. Love what does that. my spirit want me to know? And that gets you somehow out of your head. And the writing is really important. It's not something you should type. It's something you get a sheet of paper and you put pen to paper because there's something magical that happens. And, and free writing means you just keep going. It doesn't have to make sense. You don't think through. You don't make an outline. You just write whatever is in your head at that moment. And I have mine from like several years ago. I do it probably once a month or so and just just to kind of get clear. And I'm always um, really, I don't know. It, it it means something to me. It's important to me to read those. Mm. Oh, those are some great guides. Uh, I love them. I'll get, you know, I, I'm going to incorporate them into my day as well. Try and personally like get up in the morning and then it's like, get onto my sales and marketing stuff for the, you know, sales okay. roles, sales roles I do. But just before then it's about having that quiet time. What do I need? Yeah. yeah. And like, even like recent, like now and then there can be a day when actually I'm a little bit upset and I've done a bit of like inner child work and stuff like that. So it's a, sometimes a case of looking myself in the mirror and sometimes it makes me, like, I'm not ashamed to say sometimes cry. Like, and that's good. Yeah. It's a good release. I needed that. So right. I love what right. you said about connecting. It gives, you, it gives you some centering as you go into your day. You know what your major priority is. You know what you need for yourself. You're, you're not waiting to see who's coming at you or what you need to do or all that stuff. It just gives you this little, you know, space hmm. to get clear. A space to get, get clear. And yeah, I, I guess might take a bit more time for some than others if they're sure. yeah and if you have depending. 15 or 20 minutes that's great but most yeah. people particularly when they start they're like oh my god I can't do that like I can't just sit for 10 minutes or 15 minutes but I mean I think five minutes I'll do more than that sometimes but if I don't have a lot of time I just do my little quick five minutes and it's enough to get me um just a little a little centered. Mm, a little centered. Yeah, I was just uh, thinking the individual I know myself in the past who's just like busy, 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 and they're not used to connecting themselves like this. I love what you're saying about let's just give yourself the gift of like five minutes, right? Right. You don't need to put any more pressure than that. Um, uh, super, super helpful to hear. So 
like lots of people talk about kind of just a couple more things really um but yeah just lots of people talk about success and uh different you know you see all these people like instagram facebook social media it's like oh they're a successful person like for you what's like is the definition of success different from individual to individual um i think everybody has a definition mine has changed dramatically Mm -hmm. from um recognition achievement salary all those things we measure it by to connection and community and fulfillment. One of the most important words that has become really valuable to me is to be content. Hmm. Content doesn't mean I don't want more. It just means that today is okay. I'm Hmm. satisfied with today because I think we're always looking to see what else, right? What else can I do? What else can I achieve? What else can I, you know, be out there doing? So I think a lot of people could rethink their definition of success. There's a book that I read. I think it's called The Second Mountain by this um, this writer that said he climbed the, the first mountain of success, did all the stuff that you're supposed to do, had all the pieces, and he had no Saturday go-to-lunch friends. Hmm. And that's when he figured out that the second mountain, which was friendships and and relationships and all the other stuff, were really more valuable it's hmm. awesome yeah it's yeah really interesting to hear different stories and what people have discovered with with success so darian i've really enjoyed our conversation today we could we could talk for a lot longer but i know, I um, know. thank you so much this has been great yeah sure and uh yeah definitely i know you've got your book uh which will go a lot more into detail on this so yeah before we kind of wrap up like other is there maybe a final point that perhaps you'd like to share with us or maybe not um and also where can the listener find you and also where can they find your book yeah well the last piece that i want to mention is just that happiness is a choice hmm. there's a great documentary called stoops which is about a famous psychologist. And he says, we are guaranteed pain and suffering in this life. And I think that's true. I think we all will have that. We are not guaranteed happiness. And I think that, you know, for a lot of my clients, I say, make a list, make a list of what the, what are those things that make you happy? And it's never like when I'm in Rome or when I travel to, I mean, it's like when I have lunch with my daughter, when I, when I, my kitchen is playing, I have flowers on the counter and there's music playing. Like, it's just these things that we know that fill us up, but we don't do. Mm-hmm. And so I want people to be intentional and choose happiness. The book is called Dare to Choose Happy. It is available on Amazon as a paperback and a Kindle version. And it's also on Barnes and Noble and Walmart on, online. Awesome. We'll be uh, we'll be sure to link that up in the show notes as well of this episode. Okay. Thank you. Um, this is brilliant. So once again, a massive thank you for the gold and everything you shared with us today. Thanks. It was great. Awesome. So that concludes our episode for today. And remember, you are in control of your own self-esteem and confidence. <laughs>